and welcome to the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. I'm Veronica. I'm Erica. And this is season two, episode 15. Yes, 15 episodes already. I know. It's gone fast. This year has gone fast. This year is going fast. <laughs> it's April. I know. We are starting, we finished up parables, which hopefully we've all enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do a quick six, seven week. Yeah, I wouldn't think more than that. Okay. Yeah. You know, because you're studying. You've studied. But we're going to do a little study on Ruth mm-hmm. before we hit our summer change up. Right. So I'm excited because I did not attend Bible study when Erica taught this. Loser. I know. You were a little busy, though, with a remodel project. Yes. So it's understandable. Yes. So I'm had excited a lot going on. to sit at Erica's feet yeah. and listen. <laughs> I'm funny. also excited because I'm not in the hot seat. Right. <laughs> mm. So with that, Erica, uh-huh. do you want to... How do you want to intro Ruth? I think we need to first talk about the way we normally look at the book. Okay. As evangelicals in America, so I can't speak for people outside the country, um, but for people, for evangelicals in America, we do a great job of looking at scripture through one lens, (laughs) one layer. And Erica might get a little. I might get right. And this is this is a legitimate layer. I don't want to take away from that. Okay. But it is not the only layer of scripture. Okay. Scripture is multi-layered. Do you want to tell us what the layer is? You don't want us to look (laughs) at the avoiding that. Yeah. The layer is everything points to Jesus. Again, I am not. (laughs) Did you see how fast she said that? Before you hang me from the nearest tree. That is a legitimate layer. We agree with that layer. Definitely. It's very important. It is very important. Totally agree. However, Scripture is multi-layered. There are other things in Scripture along with, besides that truth, Mm -hmm. legitimate layer. And I think, I'm going to interrupt you, but I think because part of our point is to say there's so much depth to Scripture, we don't want to always stick with here's the common theme yes. everyone pulls from. Yes, yes. So everyone likes to go to Ruth and go, oh, he's in. Right. She, she is in Jesus' lineage. Mm-hmm. And so. Or they look at Ruth and say, she represents the Gentiles who are coming yes. to Jesus. And Boaz represents Jesus. And in chapter 3, she comes humbly. And in chapter 4, Ruth rede- Boaz redeems her. And that's yes. the whole view of Ruth. Yes. But we miss, and we agree with we agree, that. Right. There's legitimacy to that. Yes. But we're missing so much. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the nearest bookstore and pick up the typical devotional or Bible study on Ruth, yes. chances are that's what you're going to find. Right. And we agree with that. We're just right. trying to help broaden, right. turn that diamond a little bit. Exactly. And shine a light through another way to see perfect. a new Yes, Veronica, perfect. Layer. Yeah. So okay. that's what our study, we're going to hit other parts of Ruth. And we're going to look at it through a different lens. Okay. Do so. you have... Are we looking at it just with one particular lens? Or are you going to kind of keep twisting that diamond and go, when we look this way, we see this. When we look that way. Probably I, too, am going to look through a specific lens. We're going to... Erica often brings that lens with her. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We're going to try to look at it what the narrator intended. 
the author of original intent the original intent what did the author of ruth right because when you think about it how long was ruth the book of ruth around before jesus well david was like a thousand right bc right and ruth came before david right so the story of ruth is over a thousand years old by the time you get to Jesus. Right. So for a thousand years, were people telling the story of Ruth going, <laughs> man, I really wish we understood this. Like, Boaz reminds me of someone, but I just I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> you know, like, oh, Ruth, I'm so happy that Gentiles one day will be joining us. Right. You know, how did they look at it for over a thousand years? How was Jesus taught the book of Ruth How then? would Jesus have looked at the book Without of Ruth? Without going, well, these yeah. are my ancestors because right. one day you're going to want to know my ancestors. Right, exactly. Okay. So that's the lens we're going to try to okay. see other layers to add culture, context, right. and color to the book of Ruth. To the black and white pages. To the black and white pages <laughs> of the text. Okay. Yes. All right, so that's your first little... Right. And it's kind of a, hey... Maybe people will go, wait, you're missing this right. connection. Right. There are connections we're going to miss. Okay. Because we're specifically trying to hit what other connections are out there that right. most Bible studies, in my experience, right. don't hit. Okay. Correct. So. So. Yeah. Hang with us. Right. After we're done, then you can yes. string us up from the nearest or, tree. And, you know, if you want to make those connections, that's what our Facebook group's for. Yes. If you say, hey, yep. this to me, this to me was a really pivotal point. Right. That I learned from this Bible study. Right. Share it. You know, there's nothing wrong right. with those. We're just right. trying to help Bible nerds right. go deeper. Right. Okay. So, Ruth starts in the days when the judges rule. Right. <laughs> yes. Do you want, that's. That's a That's big... setting up the context right. and the feel. Right. What do we know about the days of the judges, Veronica? We know that they cycle. And there's seven cycles and they just go down and down and down. Right. Yes. <laughs> That's Perfect. like it. <laughs> right. Actually, my Brian and I studied the book of Judges once and it was a fascinating study. It was. Because what came out was a lot of people, like you said, cycle. But picture it like a circle. I'm drawing a circle with yeah, my hand. Yeah, that's what I did with my hand. Right. I did like a tornado right. circling down. No, you did a tornado. Most people do a circle, like just a oh. basic circle. You just repeat. Oh, yeah. They start sin, something bad. repent. God sends discipline. They yes. repent. Sends God a sends judge, a judge or a deliverer. Mm -hmm. And they do good until right. a generation rises up that doesn't right. know God. There's a lot of patterns that people yes. pull out. Yes, legitimate patterns. Mm -hmm. But as you read the book of Judges, what you find is it's not a cycle like a circle. Okay. You're right. It's a cycle like a tornado. And oh. it starts at the top. I didn't know that when I was doing that to you. I was but just But it goes thinking. down. Yeah, think of water circling a drain. Okay. And God is just waiting to flush the toilet. Like, it's a bad... It ends horribly. So you start... Samson's the last judge. He's the worst judge. You do not want to be like Samson. Which is so he funny because barely, that's such a fun story to tell kids. It, with the jawbone of a donkey and sleeping with prostitutes and lighting well, we don't foxes' do we just tails on fire. <laughs> right. The Sunday school version yes. is a lot of fun. Yes. The biblical version, however is a bit more serious and not so much fun. So you start at the top of the book of Judges, at the top. Othniel is the first judge. I think he's the son-in-law of Caleb. 
Caleb and Joshua. Okay. And he's amazing. Great guy. Godly man. So we started high. Start high. <laughs> Good leadership. Yes. And you plummet okay. from there. <laughs> Every judge takes you down another level. Okay. Another notch. And so Samson is the worst judge. Barely makes it as a judge. In his death, he does more for his nation than he does in his life. Yeah, Which that's... is a sad commentary. Right? You had to die to do something good. Exactly. That's okay. a good way to put it. <laughs> and so then the book of Judges ends with a civil war between the tribes. And Israel basically hits rock bottom. They okay. look as bad as the Canaanites they were sent in to destroy. Because of their wickedness, the Canaanites mm-hmm. were wicked. And now we see the Israelites doing the exact same thing. So they're looking like their neighbors. They're looking like their neighbors. So this is a period of dark, dark times. It's spiritually in decline. Morality is in decline. Everyone's doing whatever's right in their own eyes. Mm -hmm. It's not a fun time to be alive. So then we have Erica, the book of Ruth, somewhere interjected. Right, during the period of the judges. Okay, so somewhere on that tornado going down right throw in a little hey we're gonna put a little pin here and tell a quick little story exactly okay exactly a ray of hope in the darkness yeah yeah that's a good way to put it okay so in the days when the judges ruled yeah that you have to come with that you have to come with that mindset that mindset and that understanding of right we're in a spiritual national decline yes who knows we're not going to pinpoint where exactly which judge or... Right, no, that's not the point. Okay. It's just the atmosphere. Okay. And then, which everyone should probably know, is Ruth is a Moabite. Right. And we say... And what's interesting, having memorized the book of Ruth, which is a fun story to It memorize, would be, yeah, yeah. You regularly... It's interesting. Pay attention. I'm going to say to this to our readers. Pay attention of how Ruth is referred to mm-hmm. because you regularly see either... My daughter Ruth, or Ruth, her daughter-in-law, right. or Ruth the Moabitess. Right. She continually, through the entire book, keeps being referred back to Ruth the Moabitess. Ruth yep. the Moabitess. Yeah. And we're yes. going to find out that's for a reason. Okay. Do you want to give us any background or heads up? Well, yeah. Veronica, what? how, how did the Moabite people start? Yuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. It still amazes me. Yes. How did they start? They go back Genesis 19, I believe. Yeah, it's back there. With Lot. Lot and his daughters. Commit incest. Yes, thank you. I was trying to think of the nice way of putting it. A polite way, which part of me was like, really? Walk out of the cave. Walk out of the cave. Check down the hill. But I'm sure there's stuff there we're missing. There must be stuff there we're missing. Yeah. So back then, the thought was the way your nation started set the trajectory for your people oh okay so if your nation starts because a father and daughter have sex a father and daughter have sex what does that say about your nation you're gross (laughs) yeah you don't have a good starting point sexual sin yeah sexual Uh, sin is going to run rampant oh that's a good way of in your society okay And then later on, hundreds of years go by, we have Moses and the Exodus, and Moses is leading the people from Egypt Mm -hmm. to the land God has given them. Mm -hmm. And some group decides to try to stop them, the Moabites. Okay. So the Moabites have grown, Israel has grown, you now have these two separate nations, 
And the Moabites come and try to stop Israel because they don't want to lose their own land. Because the Israelites were walking through their land? Around their land. Okay. Near their land. There was potential for conflict. And we're going to use a very safe estimate of a million people. Right. <laughs> yes. That's a- Yes. Let's, we'll go with that. A million yeah. people are heading towards you, and the Moabites right. look and go... Right. Are they going to walk through? Are they going to try to take... We're not sure, because sometimes God said, walk through. Okay. Leave the land. Mm-hmm. It belongs to those people. It's not for you. Mm-hmm. So Moab decides they're going to preempt Israel, and they, the king of Moab grabs a false prophet, a, an idol worshiper, and says, I need you to curse Israel for me. Mm-hmm. And this is the fun story, Balaam's donkey talks and the angel on the road. And Balaam gets to Israel and he sees them and God says, do not curse my people. Mm -hmm. So three times, instead of cursing them, Balaam blesses them. Which really upset. The king. (laughs) It's not what you were hired to do. Exactly. So Balaam, this false prophet, goes, I've got this. You can't curse them. I can't curse them. But you can get them to curse themselves. And so he tells the king this nice little plan to go in the back door. Mm -hmm. And the king of Moab sends in the Moabite women. Oh, yeah. And they seduce the Israelite men. Sexual sin and idolatry. And how does God respond? Uh, Is that where Phineas comes into play? Yes. Yes. Which is a fascinating... That's a great story, too. Yes. He... We'll have to link those in yeah, our notes. Yeah, we'll send you... We'll put the verses, references. References, thank you. And so God disciplines Israel. Because like, they're in the temple. No, not... Not the, the temple. They're in front of the tabernacle. They're in front of the tabernacle, yes. Yeah, that they're, they're in front, in front the, where everyone can see. Yes. And so... Blatantly. Blatantly. Defiling yes. everything and everyone. And right. And Phineas, like, doesn't he jabba? Yes. A, a spear, spear. <laughs> through them. Yes, a man and a woman, and they both die at the yes. same time. Yeah, not a. And Ooh. then what's interesting is Phineas is then held up not only yes. then but through the centuries. Yes. as a hero. Right. This is a man you want to be like. Yes. Right. They. Th- yes. So yeah, that's the history with Moab. Okay, and when, Phineas has a blessing, I think, too. Yes, the um, Israelites, the Levi, specifically his family will be high priests Mm -hmm. because of his zealousness Mm -hmm. his zeal for god Mm -hmm. so yeah he was a character a hero Mm -hmm. to be admired but as far as moab goes they're not they're not (laughs) they're the exact opposite yes if you want to say who's the hero in the story it's phineas and the moabite was the bad villain who needed to go away yes yeah okay so when you the narrator of ruth Mm mm-hmm assumes you've read Genesis all the way through Ruth, so you know this history Mm -hmm. between Israel and Moab. Mm -hmm. So when you see Moab, your first thought now is death, destruction, sexual sin, and deviancy. Like, these are not Mm -hmm. people you want to be around. These are the labels you automatically stick. You don't even have to know the person or their character individual. You see them as a community, not as an individual. Yes, These are community-focused people. Mm -hmm. I'm an Israelite. You're a Moabite. That says something about us Mm -hmm. and about the God we worship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those, so you need to remember it's the days of the judges, Mm -hmm. what Moab means. 
I think that's it. Okay. So that's our background. Before we right. can even start studying, we need to know where we're coming from. That's the context. Okay. That's a lot of the context for this book. Yeah. And we often, because we've we've taken scripture and chopped it up in yes. between books, we don't make all those connections. Right. So what we're trying to do is just say, hey, look, there's a history here. Right. Connections we're trying to help you make. Right. Ultimately, it's one story. Right. It is the story of God. That's okay. ultimately what the Bible is. And so just like you can't take one chapter out of any book and right. try to understand that chapter by itself, you can't take one book out of the Bible and look at that book by itself. Right. You That's need a good the point. context around it mm -hmm. to fill in a lot of details. Who are we? Where are we coming from? Mm -hmm. Where are we going? Why are we here? You know, it talks about there's a famine in the days of the judges. Mm -hmm. Well, honestly, that's not probably surprising because famine is one of the ways God says he will discipline his people. Right. So is this famine discipline? Maybe, maybe not. Right. We're not told, but it's another way to reinforce this is not a good time period to be alive. Right. Because going back to Moses then, when you obeyed God, when you lived in covenant with him, right. there was blessings galore. Yes. You know, your yep. vines are going to produce yep. way more. The nations around you are going to look and go, who is your God? Yes. So when they're not having those blessings. That says something. That There's says a reason. something. God's trying to get their attention. God's right. point is never just a discipline to be mean. Right. God's point of discipline right. is always a warning and a call back. Repent. Yes turn back, come back to me. Right. Because it's like that, I want to get you stopped before right. it's too late. Why do we discipline our own kids? Right. Because we don't want things to get worse. Right. And it's a lot easier to discipline it. It doesn't feel easier to discipline no. a two-year-old than a 16-year-old. Right. Because the, the issues are right. bigger. Right. As the older they get, the farther they go. And the discipline looks different. Mm-hmm. So the way God disciplines a nation would be very different than the way God would discipline an individual. Right. So when he disciplines the nations, right. people... He's doing it out right. of love to call them back. Right, to repentance. And that's our background right. to set us up next week right. <laughs> right, for the book. For the book of Ruth. But we hope you've enjoyed this. Yeah. I'm looking forward to learning more about Ruth. It's a fun book. All right, that's Erica. Yes. But uh, don't forget, we have our Facebook page. You can mm -hmm. come jump, jump in on any conversation. Yep. It's called The Context and Color of the Bible. Yeah. Erica has her website, ericavanheitsma.com. Yeah. You check. I checked. <laughs> I just go there without even looking. Yes. And if you yes. say, hey, my church has studied the book of Ruth, our women's Bible studies have done yes. that, call Erica. <laughs> or Veronica and I both. I haven't, yes. I haven't studied. But. You've studied other things, though. But we're here to be a resource. Yep. Um. We've teach we've taught this. Erica has. So we're excited yeah. next week to come back. So have a good week. Bye. Bye.